I remember a time when my wife and I got into a feud. <laughs> I was so upset and, you know, excused myself. And as the usual practice has been with me for a long time, when I am in we're having that feud or I'm feeling kind of upset or boiling up, <laughs> I whisper to God in prayer. And so... As I was praying and asking God to deal with the situation, I sensed God directing me to go and apologize to her. Yeah, I know. It was like God was saying, you ask for my help. Now I'm offering it to you. So as long as I sat there nursing my pride, the situation remained unresolved in obedience I went over and apologized to her. Welcome to the Reconnected Marriage Partners Podcast. Hi, we are David and Eben, your host on the show. We know what it's like to feel less connected as a couple while juggling the increasing responsibilities and demands of work, life, and parenthood. We also know what it feels like to achieve a deeper level of connection and intimacy in marriage while raising a family. If you're ready to reconnect on a deeper level, reignite the passion in your marriage, and enjoy a more exciting and satisfying marriage, even if you're raising children with limited time, this podcast was made for you. Be prepared to be empowered and inspired to build the strong and connected marriage you truly desire. All right, let's light up that spark. Come on! Hi, friend. And welcome to another exciting, inspiring, and empowering time on the show. I just want to say Happy New Year to you because it's 2024 and the Lord God has kept us all to see this wonderful day and wonderful year. I do pray that all the great things lined up for this year will be yours In Jesus' name, amen. I hope the year has started out well for you and you're looking forward to what it's in store. Okay, let's get right into it. I'd like to talk to Ross today about partnering with God and making courageous moves for a more connected marriage. You know, when we talk of staying connected, as a couple while raising a family. This goes beyond paying the bills and running a household. And yes, these are actually important. However, we still need to partner with God by aligning our thoughts and our actions with the truth of His Word and making courageous moves in our marriages, even when it's not so comfortable even in the absence of immediate gratification. I'd like to lead us to the story in Deuteronomy chapter 31. Here we see that the children of Israel were about to proceed into the next phase of their lives and that was to possess the promised land when Moses (laughs) said these words to them. And this was in verse 6. And I quote, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them 
for the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. End of quote. We do believe that building a stronger marriage requires courage. A courage that is God-given. Despite what we hear and see, you know, the dissolutions of marriages and the defiling of the marriage bed, what Nollywood, Hollywood, Bollywood and all the other woods tell us, despite the whispers of the enemy that you cannot get your marriage to that place, God encourages each of us not to be afraid or terrified because he will go with us on this marriage journey. You know, during the New Year's Eve um, service in our church, our pastor asked the question, would you believe again in the ability of God in the year 2024? And I would ask, would you believe again in the ability of God to have a stronger connection in your marriage? Are you ready to partner with him this year to make the courageous move in your marriage? Let's go back to that story about the children of Israel and the promised land. When we go to Numbers chapter 13 and 14, before the children of Israel crossed over to the promised land, spies were sent out to look at the land that God promised to give to them. The spies came back with two different reports based on what they saw. Actually, the group was split into two. We had the um, Joshua Caleb side and then we had the other 10 spies. The first report, you know, more or less looked at themselves as grasshoppers and <laughs> and they, they said the giants looked at them as grasshoppers, and they also saw themselves as grasshoppers. The second reports that came from Joshua and Caleb said, you know what, if the Lord is pleased with us, he will lead us into that land, a land that's flowing with milk and honey, and he will give it to us. And, you know, the later part said, do not be afraid of them. The question I have for you today is this. Which group are you going to belong to? Are you going to be in the Joshua Caleb camp or the 10 spies camp? Which report actually resonates with you when you look at your marriage? What do you see? You know, what beliefs have you held on to about marriage for so long despite what God's word is saying about marriage. What wrong ideas do you have about marriage? These form a belief system that can affect how you behave and act towards your spouse. You know, I was giving a presentation, um, a seminar um, a couple of weeks ago and a young man asked the question, you know, he was uncertain about marriage because he couldn't just 
see you know with all the things he he he's seen in the media and maybe around him it was as though marriages were not working that was what he was seeing and so i had to bring his attention to the fact that you know what there are many more marriages out there that are working it all depends on where he is looking so Let's get a bit personal here. You see, the promised land, it didn't just fall on the laps of the children of Israel. In Numbers 14 verse 8, it says, If the Lord is pleased with us, he will lead us into that land, a land flowing with milk and honey, and will give it to us. You know, if the Lord is pleased with us. So, where does the pleasing come in? Hebrews 11.6 says, And without faith it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. (laughs) The only thing we can do is to trust God. We need to have faith in him, and then he's pleased with us, and then he will lead us to that land that's flowing with milk and honey. We need to trust that he is in control and make the courageous move and leave the outcome to him. As much as God has promised us victory, we have our own part to play. So as long as the children of Israel sat down and cried and complained, you know, Canaan continued to stand. Until when they actually took action by obeying God, taking their swords and going into battle, then victory was sure. What am I trying to say here? We need to be intentional with the use of the time, no matter how little, our resources and investments that we put in our marriage. I remember a time when my wife and I got into a feud. (laughs) I was so upset and, you know, excused myself. And as the usual practice has been with me for a long time, when I am in having that feud or I'm feeling, you know, kind of upset or boiling up, (laughs) I whisper to God in prayer. And so... As I was praying and asking God to deal with the situation, I sensed God directing me to go and apologize to her. Yeah, I know. It was like God was saying, you ask for my help. Now I'm offering it to you. So as long as I sat there nursing my pride, the situation remained unresolved in obedience. I went over and apologized to her. And guess what? She also apologized for the part she played in the misunderstanding. That is an example of being intentional and actually taking a step to make that courageous move in marriage. So friend, What courageous move are you going to make in your marriage this year? Are you ready to take that step forward towards building a more 
connected marriage? How can we make courageous moves in our communication? You know, have that courageous conversation with our spouse during times of disagreement or conflict. How do you choose to love your spouse when they do things you don't like? When your spouse disappoints you? When you are angry and upset with your spouse? When your expectation or needs are not met? When you feel distant from your spouse during a certain season in your life? Of course, because seasons do change. I want you to reflect on these questions and see what area of your life you will need to partner with God so that you may be able to connect with your spouse. Before we go, I'd love to end with a prayer for you and your marriage. Let us pray. Father in heaven, I just pray for our listeners today. Many are probably saying, I am not courageous. I don't have the strength. I I don't think I can do this. I'm done. And, you know, whatever state their marriage is in, where they do need the strength. Lord, I just pray your words to them today. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of your marriage. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you do need some support, please do well to reach out. We're happy to connect with you and support you in making this courageous move. You can reach us at coach at happymarriedfamily.com coach at happymarriedfamily.com We'll really love to hear from you. Thank you for listening today. Till next time when we bring you another inspiring, exciting and empowering episode. God bless you and yours. Stay connected. Shalom. If you like that emotion, please don't forget to leave a review to spread the love. Hi, friend. If you've been inspired or found value in this episode, one of the best ways to thank us is to leave a written review on Apple Podcast. We would love to hear from you. Please feel free to share this episode with friends and family. And together, we can build stronger marriages, families, and communities. Stay connected. Shalom.